Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League Game Week 18. And we'll do this via the goals and assists imminent tables which use Fantasy Football Scout members area stats to try and predict future returns. In addition, we will take any questions you have at the end of the stream so have a think about those and post your questions in the live chat at the end. My name is Joe and joining me to honour some of those under the radar gems from today's tables is Tom Freeman, Fantasy Football Scout's Deputy Editor. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Thanks, Joe. Um, busy with this um, slightly unusual early deadline. Mm. Can't remember a Thursday deadline for a while, but um, looking forward to it. Well, Need a bit of inspiration for my team this week, so maybe I'll get it from one of these tables. Yeah, it's all my um, my team's fault, Brighton against Palace, because it's the, it's the big derby clash, you know, El Clasico. Yeah. M23 El Clasico. <laughs> um, those in the live chat, um, welcome to those joining us early. Um, do let us know that you can see and hear us for, once again. For some reason in YouTube, my playback and video is not um, there. So um, hopefully we're not speaking to dead air. Um, do let us know that you can see and hear us all fine. Um, welcome to Big Chief, uh, Tim Evans, Colm, uh, Mojo and many more. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, all, um, Garrick as well has just joined us as well. Um, do let us know also in the live chat where you are um, uh, watching and listening from as well. Um, it's always nice to see where we are traveling around the world. Um, uh, Roger Evers just appeared in the live chat. Sound and video, all good. Tim Evans, all good. Sound and video is fine. Excellent. Everyone's saying it's fine. That is good stuff. Um, just before we move on, there's an ongoing offer of Fancy uh, Football Scout. It's fancyfootballscout.co.uk. Have a look at the website. A seven day free trial for the members area um, and you get 20% off as well. There's a 20% off offer as well. Um, it's worth having a look at that. All the tables we've got here have all been constructed from that members area. There's also the rate my team tool comparison tools um all good stuff um especially with all the fixtures coming thick and fast so you get a lot of games a lot of data uh within a seven day stretch over christmas so it's well worth it um okay um let's have a look at uh how we got on last week with the goals imminent um okay um i found a new emoji for darwin nunez um it's a, a, a christmas doo-doo um, because an X doesn't do him justice. I hadn't spotted that. I was going through these notes earlier and I didn't even kind of trigger. I've only just seen it now. No. I, can, I put an X for a blank or, or an X if they, you know, didn't show up for whatever reason, they're suspended or, or whatever. But he deserves a special one, a special place. Um, now, those who watched the t uh, team reveal video we did yesterday, um, he's already gone for my team. I'm so annoyed. 
And I'm so annoyed that I've lost 16 points and two transfers to get Watkins out for Darwin Nunes. So I've just got Watkins back in. Don't care. It just... Darwin Nunez is now a dead to me as an FPL option. Um, Big Chief has shared that emoji as well. Uh, the Darwin Nunez emoji. Um, so lots of blanks this week, but we did get a couple of goals, which is good. Um, and uh, so we'll see if any of them still on the table. Once again, just a reminder with this table, if you've got nine or more shots over the last four game weeks, um, and uh, but you haven't scored more than one goal, you're on this table and we'll see... Uh, to hopefully predict sort of your, your underlying stats show that you've got good returns as well. Um, Calvert-Lewin first for Everton. Everton are great at the moment um, by mentioning him because people might be in the market. You know, they've maybe moved Haaland, um, Haaland on. Um, you know, Darwin Nunes is obviously rubbish. They may already have, say, Watkins, who would be good against Sheffield United this week. Calvert-Lewin's actually not too bad. Um, are you? Is he yeah. sort of on your radar? Yeah, I suppose I haven't been that close to transferring him in, but I do really like him. We put him in the differentials last week and um, thought he bullied the Burnley defence, certainly in the first half at the weekend. He had that, he had a big chance, which was saved by Trafford. I think he'll be disappointed not to score. Um, so, yeah, I think I think you'd probably put Solanke a little bit ahead of DCL right now. But I, I do quite like him as an option. Fixtures are a bit mixed, aren't they, for Everton? Yeah. Um, Going away to Tottenham, you know, I don't think that's a bad game for an no. attacker. Um, he's then got City, Wolves, Villa and Fulham in the next five. So, yeah, a bit of a mixed bag, but I don't dislike him as an option. The only kind of slight worry is that we're about to uh, enter a period of fixture congestion. Mm. And due to Calvert-Lewin's history with injuries, he might sit one of those games out. Okay, yeah. I mean, just you said about the fixtures being mixed. mixed. They've got Tottenham up mm. next. Um, that could be good. But then they've got Man City um, at home. And then they've got Wolves away. So they're, they're quite... They're, the Wolves one's good. Um, they're, they're actually near, very near the bottom of our fixture ticker um, over yeah. the next three game weeks over Christmas. But from game week 21 in January, uh, when we perhaps will be looking to remove our Asia Cup and um, AFCON strikers, if we're there in our team... Everton are the one, two, three, four, fifth best, um, one, two, yeah, fifth best um, uh, team according to see, uh, the fixture ticker over game week 21, 22, 23. So they have Aston yeah. Villa at home, which is considered okay because the Villa um, travels. Um, then they got Fulham away and then Tottenham again. Um, and Tottenham's defence can be obliging. So. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think those immediate fixtures are terrible either, Joe. No, I'm not no. sure about you, but no, City, no. City, you know, City aren't the same defence that they were certainly mm. for last season. They're conceding goals. Yeah. Wolves have been quite leaky recently. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not against the Calvert Lewin move if you're in the market for a striker. Okay, um, I've got Lerma at Crystal Palace next. I don't think people can go there. We can just get sort of if he does do anything, um, we can just sort of get smug points there. But Crystal Palace's fixtures are pretty poor and and there's just so many other options in midfield. And this is going to be a sort of a special focus really on emerging midfielders with Salah and Son particularly going off to Asia, uh, the Asia Cup and AFCON over um, over January. We'll be in the market for new midfielders. So we're hopeful that our next tables, our goals and assists imminent tables will give us some ideas of some of those sort of emerging midfielders to replace them. But yeah, looking at Crystal Palace's fixtures, pretty poor Arsenal. Um, uh, uh, in game weeks, over January, um, they've got Arsenal, Sheffield United and Brighton. So not too bad there. But immediately now, they're, they're pretty low on the fixture. They've got Brighton, then they've got Chelsea and Brentford. So they're not 
great fixtures. They're sort of okay, mm. but not great. Yeah. Um, but uh, certainly a little bit better than they have been last couple of games. Um, Darwin Nunes, I mean, is yeah. there any... I mean, I mean, I've got rid of him, you know, partly because I was going to run out of money. And so I need to make the move. But also, I, I, I would have done it in rage anyway, even if I had lots of money. Yeah. Um, I mean, is he, is he just a dud? He's a complete dud for us as an FPL option. Well, I've always kind of referred to his shot volume and the amount of chances he creates and or, 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 or his impact on games. Liverpool look a lot better attack usually with him playing that centre-forward role. But as a non-owner, watching the game on Sunday, I just wasn't concerned about it. He just never looked like scoring at all, did he, on no. um, against yeah. United? And so that that that's a bit of a worry. Um, I think... You know they've got they've got Arsenal and Newcastle mm. in the next three, haven't they? Liverpool and the attack isn't quite clicking at mm. Anfield anyway at the moment. So I think if you don't own like you, Joe, you didn't own Watkins, you made the move. I think Solanke as yeah. well. I think is a bit ahead of Darwin now. So if you've got other prior, I, I wouldn't hit him out for it. I wouldn't take a minus four for him mm. this week or anything like that. But if you've got a transfer and you can switch to one of those players, I think it's a pretty easy move. Yeah, I'd be interested if Darwin Nunes is still on the goals imminent table because, of course, on the goals imminent mm-hmm. table, once you score more than one goal, you're off the table in a good way. But if your underlying stats, your expected stats dip down, you're actually off the table in a bad way. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see if he's still on there. Um, so stay yeah. tuned for that, everyone. Uh, mm. And also, I forgot to say, do press that like button. Do remember to subscribe as well. Um, so you can keep up to date with all our videos and podcasts. Uh, Brent Johnson's next at Tottenham. So Richarlison's, Richarlison's sort of being tried out up front again because Son is off. So Son is off in January. So Son's moving on to the left wing. Uh, uh, Kudaszewski's sort of filling the Madison role, playmaker role. Uh, Brennan Johnson sort of, I would imagine, on the hot seat for being on the other wing role. Um, you know, is, is, he a, is he a viable option for us? Um, I don't know if I'd put him on the same level as Son and Richarlison and even Kulisevsky. Mm. I, I like Brennan Johnson, but um, he, he came off. It was a concussion sub at Forest. Yes. He came off, but it was actually revealed that it was, he had a deep cut on his head. So I think mm. he'll be fine for, for the weekend. I don't think there's any protocols where he has to sit out a certain amount of time or anything like that. I think I would prefer Johnson once Son has gone and he's going to be on that left side and he's cutting inside on his right foot. That's just me from watching games. I think that's where he'll be most effective. Yeah. And I think he's got a real battle on his hands now because you've got if Richarlison's playing through the middle, it's going to be very hard for him to get past him, I think, yeah. um, and become the kind of the number one Spurs option in Son's absence. So yeah. not don't 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 dislike him, but Kulisevsky and Richarlison are, are making it difficult for him to become a, 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 an option, really, I think. Yeah, so. I think Richarlison would be one of the top names uh, to replace yeah. Son uh, or Salah, yeah. whichever, you know, um, over over January. Because um, he certainly, um, right. the surgery looks to have helped him. Um, so he was, oh, sort of, yeah. he must have been carrying yeah. a niggling problem, but he's, he's looking great. Yeah. And lots of reports saying he's looking great in training as well. So, um, yeah. Yes. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, the next fixtures are good, actually, for them. You've got Everton at home and Brighton and then Bournemouth. I mean, they're brilliant fixtures next Three, and then they dip a little bit, but still okay. They've got Manchester United, Brentford, and then Everton again in that sort of reverse of that fixture. So it's mm. not bad, not bad fixtures. Um, yeah, and I think the point you made, Joe, there with the the surgery that he's had, yeah. I think 
Ange spoke about it. He's playing. He's playing a little bit freer. He's not, you know, obviously affected his mental health and things like that pre pre surgery as well. It was getting on top of him, and he's he looks a lot more confident now. And um, when you've got a player like that who's really playing for their manager, going out there each week thinking they can score, I think that he's that kind of player who could go on a bit of a run. Yeah, definitely. Um, next one is Trossard. I mean, I'll sort of sketch over him because it's a familiar issue with him. He is good <laughs> and he can score and he can assist and he's uh, a brilliant, but he's just not getting the game time. Um, mm. So we can't really go there as an FPL asset. But just bear in mind, so say, for example, if Havertz gets an injury or Martinelli gets an injury, that would elevate his game time. Um, so, yeah. But at the moment, it's hard to... Um, uh, plug him uh, Almiron though Newcastle so a lot of people going for Gordon um, a lot of people thinking oh Isaac or Wilson so it looks like uh, Isaac might have an injury so Wilson gets the nod there meanwhile Almiron is quietly going about his business like he did last season unnoticed for a little while scoring and um, Newcastle's uh, fixtures um, they're, they're mixed but they've got I mean in, in game week uh, 18 they've got uh, Luton, well, Luton away. Then they got Nottingham Forest. Then Liverpool. So okay fixtures there, apart from that Liverpool one. And then further into January, they got City, Villa, and Luton. So mixed again. So not bad fixtures. Almiron, um, yeah. I mean, Almiron. It's taken me a while to notice him again, but it yeah. could be a good option. Yeah, I own Gordon, who I think is exactly the same price. I think they're both six point yeah. two. But I think if you're chasing and you wanting to do something a little bit different, mm. I think you could go for Almiron. His stats were brilliant at the weekend. Yeah. He had one point one point two eight xgi. I think he had six, uh, five shots and three chances mm. created um, against Fulham. So really good underlying numbers mm. from that. Okay. So yeah, if you want to do something a bit different, he feels pretty nailed in that attack. Um, don't yeah. dislike it. I think you you said last week, Joe. I think you said you you would go for him over over yeah, Gordon as I, a bit I of a kind yeah. of a, I, an alternative route, and it paid off at the weekend. Yeah, so. I mean, I think I would. I mean, I didn't, but I think no, I, 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 would, would, I would have done. Would have, yeah. um, just just to note, these are these are going. We're going over last week's that sort of reviewing them. So uh, uh, it's just I noticed that Garrick in the live chat was saying that Poro's on there, which is he indeed is on this list. So we'll see if he's on the latest list as well, um, and mm. also um, a few other names that are on here. These are the ones um, that were on for game week 17. Um, okay, Harland's next. I'm going to sort of sketch over him. We know what he's about. He's injured and also he, he blanks in game week 18. So if you've got him, he could be a hole. That's probably a different debate with your strategy. If you haven't got him, how do you get him back? Mm. Do you want him back at a particular time and when? Um, but, um, Louise at Villa, um, he was suspended for game week 17, so couldn't do anything. Yeah. And is he still basically all about sort of set pieces and that's what you're looking for? Penalties and set pieces yeah. is yeah. best chance of um, returning. His open play threat is pretty limited mm -hmm. and potentially even more so this week because Kamara's out. Kamara suspended. So okay. you may see Louise even a little bit more withdrawn this week. Okay. But Villa score a lot of goals and he's on set pieces. He's got penalties. So he will tick over, I think. Okay. Um, next name, Jesus. Um, he is the second name uh, to deliver here. Once again, he is sort of not in the template at the moment, but arguably could right. be. I mean, I wish if I'd have gone for him instead of, um, Darwin Nunes it's just Darwin. swapped Watkins to Jesus the last three game weeks or so I'll be laughing because he's he's got yeah. he's got a couple of goals um, and it scored again at the weekend so he's got Liverpool up next then West Ham and Fulham in the next three so not bad fixtures um, not in the template but 
is that is that because people just follow the template, follow content creators, follow people on Twitter, follow you know overall effective ownership? But Maybe. people should go for Jesus if they're chasing, surely. I think sometimes people, if they have bad experiences with players, it sometimes puts them off. And I think a lot of people have owned Jesus in the past, whether that's been at Arsenal last year or at City the one before. And he can be quite a wasteful finisher at times, but he's also playing in a good Arsenal attack. And he, and if he's playing regularly, he's got ahead of Nketiah now, isn't he? He's going to start most matches, building up his fitness. He will, he will do okay. But I just think that people, a bit like Darwin now, mm. After what's happened in these past few weeks, I think it's going to take a lot for people to go back to him. And I think maybe Jay Jesus suffers from that a little bit as well. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd be tempted. I, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I've got rid of Darwin. I've got Watkins in. But You own Saka, you own Saka Joe? I own Saka, uh, you have, yeah. yeah. Okay, and so it'd be a double up. I mm. still, yeah, I'm still not keen on that double up. But if I didn't own Saka no. and I was wondering yeah. which one to get, maybe Jesus, maybe Jesus. Um, yeah, I guess that I guess another thing with Jesus is there's a lot of competition in that midfield, isn't there? Yeah. Somebody like Sol somebody like Solanke, he doesn't really have that at Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, Watkins doesn't have that at Villa, but with it, Jesus, you've got Saka, you've got Odegaard, you've got Martinelli, so it is difficult for him. Yeah, um, definitely. And the last name of this is Porro. He didn't return, but he could have done so easily. Yeah. I mean, watching the game again, every game, I've, I've said it many times. I've owned him for a while now because yeah. of that Madison move, I kept him for that. And he has mm -hmm. just looked like he could score and assist. <clears throat> and he's actually got yeah. a clean sheet now. And he's getting that yeah. bonus. I mean, he's just, the he's the defender everyone should have, really. But hope, hopefully not too many people, because I'd like to still get some of his, I don't want him to be 100% owned. I'd like to get some of his points. No, he's definitely, I think him and Trent, I think, are the two, in yeah. terms of that kind of attacking threat, those are the two that you want to go and plug yeah. into at the moment. Yeah. I think his XGI over the past six is only just behind Son and Kulisevsky, which tells you mm. how far he's getting forward. So throw in the, I don't think they're going to keep many clean sheets Spurs, but if they keep the odd one and he's ticking yeah. over with assists, and mm. I think there's a goal, I think there is a goal imminent scene with him as well it's so absolute um, hall. i mean mm. if he can keep a clean sheet he, he's definitely definitely capable of a haul i mean i remember the the yeah. glory days of defenders the the absolute top defenders to have leighton baines yeah Graham alexander because they both yeah. Graham alexander at burnley they both have penalties mm. but one of my absolute favorites was ryan shawcross at stoke would always okay. pop up with a you know, Robert Hooth. I remember. Yeah. I remember he, Robert Hooth. I think got two goals and a clean sheet. Obviously, a maximum bonus in one game. And wow! And I think you know, incredible. I met I met him on uh, a random story on a holiday. Um, I was over in I I was over in Ibiza with the family, and I sat around the pool, and um, he was there with his children, and I was with my kids, and we got chatting to him. And it was, um, I think, I think I'm right. It was the season before he joined, or at the time he joined Leicester. Mm -hmm. So, um, and he, we all knows what happened after yeah. that. But he was a really nice chap, and um, yeah, he's been. He's a player that's been in my team a lot. But Shawcross as well. Um, I can remember a couple of bullet headers from him got me some uh, big mm. points back in the day. Wow, mm. definitely, yeah. Um, so yeah, Porro, he's going to be the new Hooth, I think for us eventually he's going to score let's mm. have a look see we got on a imminent as well so there might be some similar names here and once again we'll find out in a second whether they're still on the imminent table um so um uh, silver at man city i mean i'm, I'm just going to highlight him because city are, are blanking game week 18 they played brentford but nevertheless 
there seems to, I mean, the way Man City played, obviously they drew against Palace. It's not quite the City we want to see. But Silva seems to be emerging as a more important player to them currently. Is that is that the way it's looking? I mean, as in it could be a target for us in the midfield if we're looking for something a bit different during January. Yeah. I mean, he's a really important player for them, isn't he? You know, Pep was desperate to keep him at the club when it looked like he would leave. And and, and that says it all, because normally Pep mm. says, look, if you want to go, you can go. But he was very adamant he wanted mm. to keep Silva. I'm just not sure. I was looking at this this morning and I'm just not sure if I think I need a second City attacker in addition to Haaland, given mm. that the good thing is with Bernardo, he feels a bit more nailed. But mm. certainly with some of the other options like Grealish, Foden, yeah. Doku... I'm not sure if we need to go through that and I'm given what we're getting from City's attack and the other appealing options. But if we do want to, I'm looking at that ticker and I'm looking at Sheffield United at home and mm. Burnley at home in I, 20 and 22. And what if, if in around that time, there's a double game week? Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That's the time game. when... Yeah, and maybe Bernardo in a double game week is going to offer us yeah. more than somebody who's going to get one start and 20 yeah. minutes off the I bench because he should probably start to. Yeah, he'd probably start to. And if he's being just mm. chipping away, I mean, he's exactly the kind of player in my mini leagues, people who get him in, who perhaps, you know, would be deemed as casual managers more. Yeah, less yeah. In game. And he racks up the points and I'm left, yeah. in, I'm left looking at <laughs> dust, silver dust. And, uh, and it's it's no good. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm very tempted um, if there's a double game week um, yes. to go for Silver. Um, uh, but there will be a double game week, but we just don't know when that is. Brentford. Yes. Um, Elise's next for Crystal Palace. We mentioned the fixture. They're not actually too bad now, Crystal Palace fixture. A bit mixed. Um, so, you know, over January, they've got um, Arsenal, Sheffield United and Brighton. And then obviously they've got Brighton again um uh coming up and then they've got Chelsea and Brentford so it's a bit mixed um in Eze's absence Elise's on pens um I like their gameplay against City it was sort of yeah uh, tr try and contain them and then yeah. the last 20 minutes just go for it <laughs> just get just get to get some counter-attacks going yeah and Eze's Eze's coming back now mm. so suddenly Palace's attack looks a bit better yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you Joe because I like Elise I thought you looked mm. good at the weekend mm. Against Brighton, now you've got a few problems at fullback, haven't you? I think Veltman was the latest to go God, off. Do you think yeah. he could get a bit of? Do you think he could get a bit of joy on that wide area? Estupinan out, Lamptey out. I think um, yes, <laughs> because <laughs> um, I mean, what they might go for is a sort of a wing back system or sort of fullbacks with yeah. Gross and Hinchwood, maybe. But they yeah. might be a bit more attack minded, so that might leave space. It's mm. really hard to tell. I mean, Deserby's really hard to judge at the best of times, like who's going to play. But as you said, yeah, with all the with the with the injuries to virtually all that, so Lamptey will be out. Stupanan's not back yet. Um, Feltman, I mean, Eagle can play at left back. I think um, you would fancy it if Olise so, was up against a centre half who's been yeah, pushed out wide. Though he could get a bit of joy, be, couldn't it he? It could be so. Milner. I mean, it could yes. be a whole bunch of players, really. 
Um, and they mm-hmm. could, as I said, they could go for the sort of wing backs with a Dingram Toma in in that, yeah. in which yeah. case it'll be three centre backs. Either way, yeah, the, the short answer to your question is yes. Brighton could, will concede yeah, regularly. Okay. Elise could easily get a haul, uh, not a haul, but he yeah. could easily score game week 18. And then it's Chelsea, Brentford, Arsenal, yeah. Sheffield United. Yeah. So again, mixed fixtures, yeah. but don't think I think Elise could do do well over that run still. Okay, so what I'm going to do with this next one, because we blanked for the rest of them, so I'll go through the names, because I think it'd be more interesting to find out whether they're still on the uh, the, yeah. the assists imminent and goals imminent tables um, there. Yeah. So I'll sort of sketch over them, really. I'll list them out, though. These are the, the players that blanked for us, unfortunately. So Elise got us a goal. No assists, though. For, so we, we failed to predict any assists here. So McGinn from Villa, um, or... Always good. Uh, Janelle from Brentford. Um, Janelle from Brentford, rather. Um, uh, blank for us. Dingra played incredibly again, um, but he did blank this time out. Arsenal just did a really good job on Brian, and they were fatigued after um, uh, beating Marseille and winning their Europa yeah. League group. Uh, Odegaard at Arsenal. Be interesting to see if he's on the list as well. He will be in demand, I would imagine, when Saka and Son go. Trippier at Newcastle. He's back. Um, so he couldn't he couldn't get us anything anyway because he was suspended last game, but he is back next game, which is against Luton. Um, Goodmanson at Burnley. Will he start? Won't he? But also it's Burnley. Uh, Fernandez at Manchester United. Be interesting if he's there because Manchester United fans who are can still are still optimistic <laughs> will perhaps go to Bruno Fernandez um, during uh, January when um, Salah. And Son uh, go. Um, and then we've got uh, Joe Ellington, who actually went off injured um, from Newcastle. And um, before anyone in the live chat says he's called Joe Linton. In Newcastle, he's called Joe Linton. But a Brazilian friend of mine said that his Brazilian... Uh, uh, I can't do the, obviously, the accent, but it's Joe Ellington is how you pronounce it in Brazil. <laughs> okay. For anyone says in the live chat, I know we get loads of comments about our pronunciation. I'm, well, I'm, I do specifically, yeah. You, so you do I'm, from, not, I'm not going near. I'm you, not going near. You're from it. Birmingham. <laughs> I always say, no, I think you'll find that in Birmingham, this is the correct pronunciation. I, I'm yeah. from Brighton, and I, I and as people might no, I, I have difficulty with some consonants sometimes, and we <laughs> we like we like like our vowels and not so keen on consonants. Um, Everybody knows who we're talking about. We might yeah, get a few wrong, yeah, but um, it's um, not the but end yeah. Of the world. So let's have a look at the latest tables and a quick reminder to everyone: mm. do press that like button. Um, lots of you um, in the in the live chat now, um, but do press that like button after we've gone through the goals and system in the table. Do put your questions in as well. Um, we'll have a bit more time uh, for questions today. Because uh, we haven't got an additional table here, because we're where the deadlines, lots of deadlines, and we want to keep the content coming. We've got lots more videos um, coming up as well, including a look at the captaincy. This captaincy video me and Tom will be doing, so have a look out for that. Um, Sakan so says, "Good one, Joe. Everyone always gets Portuguese names wrong. Yeah, including myself probably, but at least I'm making an attempt <laughs> at it." Uh, okay, goals imminent for game week 18. Okay, so in particular, we're looking at emerging midfielders because these are the ones we want in our team for January as well. And and Almiron is still there. Um, so he has got his goal. He's had four big chances and he's missed three of them, obviously scored. He's had four shots on target, 14 shots and 12 of those inside of the box. He's got Luton next. He's underperforming, should have got at least another goal, at least another goal there, maybe another another couple of goals and this is just from the last four game week stats 
I mean, we've spoken about Almoron as well, but this is why I'm really interested in Almoron because people, I don't know, he's seen as unfashionable, I think, when you look at, you know, the the wonder of Gordon. But Yeah, I think a lot of people maybe had him last year, like especially kind of casual managers, I'd say, and that's not putting them down, but they saw that he was returning regularly yeah. and they plugged him into their team. Yeah. A lot of other people looking at stats and saying, look, he can't just, he is not going to keep this up, similar to Lingard mm. when he came in at West Ham. Yeah. But he did actually really well for a yeah. per- for quite a long period mm. of time. So he's got his in his locker to do well. You know, he's got past history of performing consistently. I just look at Newcastle now and I think, would I invest in Newcastle now or would I wait till game week 23? Because they've got Luton and Forest, but then they've got Liverpool City and Villa, which is about as tough as it gets. Yeah. So it's just whether or not you make the move now or you yeah. kind of keep Almoron in mind and then say, well, I'm going to go for him or Gordon from 23 onwards. Yeah, um, um, that's the that's the decision to make. No. Yeah, I mean, I also think and now it's like gaming eighteen Luton, and then Nottingham Forest gaming nineteen. I just think, mm, I think, it's I think good short term. I think, yeah. I think now if you if you are tempted to be a bit different and go for Almond, because yeah. I know people say, oh, everyone's teams look the same. It's like, well, this is. I mean, you all we all play. I mean, it's up to us to make the teams different. Um, yeah, Al, Al, Almoron is the poster boy of being different. Um, yeah, yes, yeah. Um, once again, um, Manchester United fans next will be pleased to see Garnacho there. Um, no big chances, so he can't have missed any. No goals, uh, but shots on target. This last four game weeks, a um, couple of shots on target. 15 shots, though, 11 of those inside the box. Um, he's got West Ham up next. Um, should have scored at least a goal um, over that time. Um, yeah, um, I think Manchester United fans, once again, will be keep will be pleased with this they did they did a number on Liverpool last time out defensively um yeah the fixtures are pretty good they're third on our fixture ticket the next three um West Ham yeah. Villa and Nottingham Forest uh, apologies about my dogs going mental by the way if anyone can hear them <laughs> um, no. but yeah so uh Garnacho, uh would you be tempted 4.8 no I don't think I would <laughs> only, only because you know United we spoke about Fernandez a bit, didn't we, on our team reveal videos yesterday? And it's it's hard to know what to make of this United attack because I know the fixtures are improving now, but they haven't really ticked for. And it isn't just this season; even last year they were mm. quite low in terms of their underlying attacking stats under Ten Hag. And I, I'm I don't know what you think, Joe, but mm. I'm not totally convinced by Garnacho when I watch him. And I know he's highly rated, mm. and I know he's young. He scored the wonder goal at Goodison, but mm. when I watch him play, just I'm just not that convinced. And this is like from an FPL lens. I'm not mm. saying as a player, I'm just looking, is he going to be good enough as an FPL as, um, well, asset? And I'm not, I'm not sure he is. Well, I, right. I mean, I look at him in the same way I look at um, uh, Dingra. I mean, very different players, different teams, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Brighton, a very attacking time. Manchester United, arguably more defensive side. Um, not a lot of goals there. But I do look at it in terms of in FPL terms, they're similar price. So there's only 0.2 mm. between them. Um, if you're looking for a good first sub, if you're looking to move to a sort of a 3-4-3, three, three, sort of readjusting, and the next name on this is Archer. So if you're looking away, move away from like having a sort of a, a, a cheaper strike and having a cheaper midfielder, I quite yeah. like a player like Garnacho. Who's a player you can bench, but what a great first sub could possibly come on, or or possibly you know save yourself a transfer, just field them in a good fixture. And they got West Ham next, then they got Villa, then they got Nottingham Forest. So okay fixtures next three. Um, that's why I, yeah, I don't he's... mind him as a sort of 
part of a, a little shift away from yeah, midfield I've, towards I've attack. Got to, I've got to remember his price. I've got to remember his price. He's four point eight, and um, so he is very, very cheap, isn't he? And I yeah. suppose he's going to he's going to benefit from one Rashford not playing well, yeah. but also Anthony, who's really struggling as yeah, well. Yeah. So I think he's probably going to get more minutes than we think. I'm yeah. just not. Yeah, when I watch him, I'm just not totally convinced but i suppose we can't be too fussy at 4.8 no, million exactly no. so um uh so for example i've got a dingra who's going to afcon in january um so if he's out for three or four games and i want to stick with a five man midfield but i haven't got mm. much money in the bank garnacho could be a good uh replacement um and or if i just want to have like a regular first sub you you can yeah. actually play so yeah, I don't rule him out. Um, next name list, similar, similar sort of sentiment. Archer, different position, but four point six million. Um, so I I think I marginally prefer his stats because Wilder yeah. is a bit better. Sheffield United, um, not great fixtures. They've got Villa, and then they got Luton. They got Man City in the next three. Um, but four point six million. I've I've removed him for God. Who I removed him for Solanke. So. As we're recording, I currently have six points from Solanke. It may go up to nine, maybe down to zero. I don't know. But nevertheless, Archer has gone for me and I'm I'm moving towards a three a three man attack. Yes. Um but if you want a, a two man attack, Archer's still the best sort of four point six, four point five million striker, isn't he? Yeah, because I think Wilder's gone in and he's changed the system a bit they're playing a 4-3-3 now and Archer's playing on the left but he's actually the stats have actually improved with him playing a bit wider got Semenyo but obviously he's off to AFCON as well and I don't think he's completely nailed in that Bournemouth attack in terms of playing minutes you know he seems to get yeah. taken off a bit early that is that won't happen with Archer as much I don't think so no. yeah he probably still is the best pick and yeah, yeah I'm on a 3-5-2 at the moment um and I can see the three four three becoming a lot popular and mm. more popular, yeah, so. given that Salah and Son are off, and um, you know Watkins, Harland, Solanke. That mm. seems like the best strike force going forward, doesn't it? Yeah. No. Um, Connor in the live chats points out Semenyo at Bournemouth as well. He also is is a good option. Bournemouth are more attacking, but he did. I think he. I don't think he lasted more than forty five minutes last game no he, yeah he gets taken off quite a bit early because there's a lot of competition in those wide places at Bournemouth yeah no. I know obviously that Bournemouth game was was um was cut short anyway um but yes. but he he I think he was taken off um Historia Film says Cunha is the best bit yeah I mean as, as I said I'll keep a bit more my, well, bit more expensive but yeah bit, I do bit, you know a bit more expensive um he's um, probably the best Chelsea yeah. Brentford and Everton up next okay fixtures and um, as I, I say every week, he's been in my Sky team for a while and he's the gift. Keeps giving me more and more points yeah. each week. Each week, I think I'll get rid of him and I never do. Um, mm -hmm. So he's going to survive, I think, for a while. Um, Louise at Villa, we've spoken about him. I'll read out his stats. So 10 shots, three, three inside the box. Um, and uh, yeah, 5.5 million. There are sort of other options, but does have does have pens for Villa. Um, so yeah, I think Bailey. I think a lot of people are looking at Bailey this yeah. week. He was benched. He was on the bench at the weekend, mm. but again, came on and make an impact. Looking at some stats yesterday, he's actually returned in every home game for Villa this year. Bailey, and he's only started three of them. But okay. he just comes off the bench, and he, he he's played seven home games, and he's got either a goal or assist in every okay. single one. I'm still a bit, which I've been with Bailey. Mm. I'm still a bit wary of minutes going forward but he's making it very in terms of him being nailed on yeah. each week he, he struggles to play three games in a week with his past injuries as okay. well 
but I do think that he's making it very hard for him to be dropped at the moment because he's making such an impact. So I can, we've put him in the scout picks and as a one week pick, I think he can do very, very well against Sheffield United. Longer term, a few more concerns. Um, uh, uh, uh... Uh, just had a, th- a note in the chat about Bowen not being featured on this list. I mean, is that because he's taking his chances? Yeah, that's exactly why. So yeah. he's taking his chances. Also, from my memory with Bowen, when he maybe hasn't scored for, for three or four games, um, he doesn't actually hit the... He's one of those players, a bit like Son, in that he doesn't actually need a lot of shots to actually register a return. He's quite accurate. Yeah. Um, and so this is sorted by expected goal delta, which is what they should have scored, sort of uh, sort of yeah. what they're under, well, under performance. Bowen's a brilliant, Bowen's a brilliant option. Yeah, I think a, he's my he's my probably top target once exactly. the, the guys go for AFCON and Asia Cup. I, I do urge those listening and watching, do, uh, it was only yesterday, came out, um, mine and Tom's team reveal, and we were talking on that very issue about sort of Son and Salah replacements who who's not in our team in midfield at the moment. We'd like to get in both of us. Bowen was like top yeah. of the top of the list then. Um, okay, uh, we'll go down to Trossard. We've already spoken about him. I'll just read out his stats. So, but, you know, he's not getting the game time. Just to, uh, just uh, one start there. Nine shots, five inside the box. He's great. If there's injuries, consider him. Other than that, he's not going to just get the minutes. Next name is Salah. Um, now, he's off... Um, to AFCON for, for Egypt in January, but never he's in multiple teams at the moment. I think it's more interesting on here about, I guess, for the captaincy, and we're going to speak about him in more detail on the captaincy. But um, yeah, he didn't score against Manchester United, widely tipped to, but he's had 15 shots, 11 inside the box last four, eight shots on target. These are great stats. Should have He scored, should have got at least another one, so he should be have hopped off this table through another goal. He's had three big chances and, and missed them. You, you you mentioned about the Liverpool attack not looking good, but I wonder if that was Manchester United doing a number on them or a combination of they're all aiming for Darwin Nunes, who's rubbish. Yeah, I was just about to say, if if Darwin does come out the team and Gakpo goes, goes in, mm. I would imagine that would be good for Salah just because he's yeah. not taking as many shots as Darwin. He's not yeah. quite as greedy yeah. and he's more of a that creator kind of, isn't he? So that could be good for Salah. I haven't got any worries about Salah. I think no. he'll continue doing well. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not just going to use the past couple of weeks to kind of beat him with a stick because he's just done it for so long. Yeah. So consistent. Um, I'm not keen on him as a captain this week. We'll speak about that in our captaincy video. Mm-hmm. Um, but as an option, I've, I've got to work out what I need to sell Salah um, potentially in game week 20, like to get Harlem yeah. back in, which mm-hmm. means I'd miss that Newcastle fixture, mm-hmm. um, which is coming up. But uh, I'm more than happy to own him for Arsenal and um, Burnley. And he'll probably be my captain when they go to Turf Moor, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Brendan Johnson is next on this. We've spoken about him already, but I'll read out his stats. 10 shots. Um, eight of those uh, close range for half of those half of those close range ones on target or well the half four four of his shots on target I should say because some of those could have been long range um, expected goal, goal data he should have scored an, uh, at least a goal but none of his big no, none of his chances were big, c- considered big which is why expected goal, goal de- delta is not like well over point uh, minus one for example. Um, but yeah, so an option amongst lots of other Spurs midfielders. Um, next name is interesting. Diaz at Liverpool. Um, now with Salah gone, Diaz is on the other wing anyway. Um, but you would imagine he would definitely play. He could become more pivotal um, to to their attack. Um, 
but uh, four four shots on target, ten shots in total. Um, he's started all four uh, last four game weeks. He's had five um, shots inside the box. So pretty reasonable stats. Should have got probably a goal. Uh, hasn't. Um, I, I'm monitoring Diaz. I I might yeah. get him if I want to like just get a Liverpool attacker in when Salah goes. I'm monitoring Diaz. You. Yeah, same. Kind of, I'd like to see a little bit more from him yeah. before I go there. But he is one of those. We saw it with Kulisevsky when mm. Madison went out the team. These players can sometimes step up another level yeah. when the the key man is out of the team, and that could happen with Diaz with Salah maybe. Um, when I've watched him this year, he hasn't quite been as electric as maybe he has done in the past. Yeah. But again, he's on he's on my watch list because we're going to be looking to to fill two midfield spots next month. Yeah. And um, he's got to be in that conversation with players like Bowen, yeah, o- Odegaard, Odegaard. So, um, yeah, I'll continue watching him from afar and then decide in a few weeks. Yeah, I'll so. just have a look at the fixtures uh, for Liverpool, just to remind myself. Um, yeah, they got Bournemouth. Um, tw- this is in January. So when Salah goes, the game at 21, um, they got Bournemouth, then followed by Chelsea and then Arsenal away. Mm. So it gets trickier for game at 23. So... There possibly could be other teams to invest in. But if we think Liverpool are going to score in all of those, yeah. Diaz could be the one I, I will get. Yeah. Um, oh, um, Chat Sport asked a question. I know, think of your questions towards the end, but I will, I'll ask you this one now because I'm not entirely sure. Who takes pens over Salah? So if Salah's not around, um, as a Brighton fan, I would say it's going to be McAllister because he's brilliant at them. But it might not be. Yeah. I don't know. Who, who do you think it would be? Oh, I was going to say McAllister. And then I was going to mention potentially Shabazzlai as well. Okay. I don't, I don't think Darwin will take them. No. <laughs> um, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Alexander-Arnold would take them, although it's not out of the question. Okay. I think McCall- I think McAllister, I think, yeah. you know, he's a brilliant penalty taker, isn't he? So if he's back and he's fit, yeah, I would, ex- yeah, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but that's who I would, that's just off the top of my head. That's who I think would yeah. take them. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But we'll see. Uh, Poro, we've mentioned here. If you don't own him, game, he's just. Br- I mean, he's brilliant to own. He's a lot of fun. Could get goals. Could get assists. Yeah. Might not get a clean sheet, but he looks really, really up for it. It's like it's like having Stuart Pearce in your team or something. It's just amazing. Yeah, I, I don't own him. I, I was going to bring him in last week, and I went for Alexander Arnold instead. Yeah. But I've got a bit of money lying around now, and I could quite easily upgrade somebody like Livramento to Poro. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, I probably, I think I probably it, need do to do it. it. So, yeah, do it. Yeah. But, but everyone else watching, listening, don't do it because I want to get. I've got him, so <laughs> I, I don't want you to get hundred percent owned. Um, I'll read out his stats. So uh, this last four game weeks, eleven shots, eight inside the box. He's defender. He's defender. Eleven shots, eight inside the box. <laughs> Should have scored. Amazing. Had didn't. Um, a couple of shots on target. These are, anyway, get him in. Um, Alanga, Nottingham Forest. Uh, I thought he'd scored at the weekend, but I think it was chalked off offside. Um, but um, yes, it was. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, um, I think he's still a good, a, a good option. Five million. But looking at the fixtures, game week uh, eighteen, a uh, bit mixed. Bournemouth up next, uh, but then Newcastle, and Manchester United, and then moving into January. Uh, Brentford, Arsenal, Bournemouth. So really mixed, really mixed bag there. Um, but five million, I think it's a good price, especially if you, you want to go for that sort of three four three and have a good first sub. I think Alanga's yeah. a good... Yeah, the only concern would be that Cooper, it sounds like he could mm. be on borrowed time there. There's been, I think Nuno's been linked yeah. over the past 24 mm-hmm. hours. And I suppose the only worry is that then is that 
does a new manager come in and maybe change? Because they've got a lot of options out wide, haven't they? They've got yeah. Gibbs White, they've got Hudson Odoi, they've got various players like that. So that would be my only concern. Forest have only won one in their last 13, I think, mm. as well. They're in a pretty poor spell. Okay. So maybe just something, if you are looking at Alanga, just be wary that there could be a change in the okay. next couple of weeks. Okay. Certainly if they don't get any results against, uh, if, if they lose against Bournemouth. You could see the writing being on the wall for him then. Okay, let's move on to assists imminent. Um, so Silver's there, still there. Um, so he's still trucking along. Obviously, he's missed his game week 18 uh, anyway, but do keep an eye on him. Uh, him, Diaz in particular, two players that I'm monitoring as potential replacements for either Son or Salah. But uh, Fernandez is next. He's still on the list. 12 chances created, 13 corners, four crosses. We, I mean, we have spoken about him, but... Um, Okay, fixtures in January as well, particularly. Yeah. Um, Tottenham, Wolves and West Ham. Um, but as we, you've spoken about the Manchester United defence, it's tough to go there from an attacking point of view. Yeah, again, he's probably a bit like Diaz. He's kind of somebody on that watch list that yeah. you're kind of looking at. But Hoyland is really, you know, he needs that goal in the Premier League um, because he's not, he's struggling. He hasn't scored in the league since yeah. he's coming in. Rashford obviously can't get in the team. Anthony's playing really poorly. So yeah, mm. Fernandez is going to create, but who bar McTominay is going to score? So, mm. and uh, they need a bit more, don't they? An attack to maybe yeah. go to back to Fernandez. Uh, Martinelli's next with Arsenal. Most people almost fell into that trap that content creators say everyone's got um, a, a lot of people have Saka. Um, so they probably won't yeah. want to double up in midfield particular um, Jesus arguably might be the next best to get in Odegaard mm. as well yeah. uh, we'll see if he's well he's on this list so he's a bit further down but I haven't mentioned him yet for those listening a little spoiler there uh, for the audio <clears throat> listeners um, but Martinelli nevertheless his stats are good um, should have got at least an assist uh, he has scored he's had six crosses um, created seven chances nine corners 7.7 7. Um yeah, you've owned him for a while, but you you got rid of him. And so that's probably tells the tale of Martinelli. Yeah, he was quite a frustrating own. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because he was doing it in Europe and he was returning. And he, yeah. I mean, I think he's got one goal in nine games in the Premier League. So nowhere near what you want from a 7.7 yeah. million asset. One thing he did do well against Liverpool home and away last year, he returned against them mm. and he got loads of joy in behind Alexander Arnold. So yep. um, if you do own him, you look at that fixture this weekend, you think, oh, that mm. might not be good, but it might be okay for Martinelli to hold him for another yeah. week if you own him. But I wouldn't, buy, I wouldn't bring him in now. Um, Ross in the live chat asks, is someone sanding in the background? Yes, someone is sanding a door down outside <laughs> my door. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, there is that noise there. It's, it's, it's a normal everyday sound. It's not something else. Um, Saka is next on the list. We mentioned him. He's, he's, not, he's gone up to nine million. He's one of these players I've owned for, for a while. Many people have. And so you sort of forget his price. But I looked at him. It's like, wow, OK, well, I don't remember getting him for yeah. nine million. So he's gone up no. a lot. Ten chances created, 14 corners. He has scored. He has assisted. So still on here. Hasn't got two assists, four crosses. Yeah, he's pretty good. He, I, I, he almost got an assist over this weekend. I think it, I think it yeah. was one of those controversial assists. Um, and, but I'm, yeah. I'm happy to own him. He's just ticking along. Yeah. Um, and I don't look at the price there because I didn't get him for nine million. So I got him for cheaper than that. So... Um, yeah, and I think um, he's consistent. I think people have been looking at it thinking, oh, he hasn't been explosive. But I quite like having those players in my team mm. who are going to chip in with assists each week. Yeah. I'm not going to captain Saka anytime soon, I don't think. Yeah. So I'm fine with him just ticking along. I think 
once Saka and uh, Salah and Son go, he's probably in the top mm. top midfielder to own anyway. Yeah. So I'm certainly not going to get rid of him now. So I'm <laughs> used to the live chat. Ross thought he was going mad. I thought someone was standing in his house when he was listening to it because he had the, <laughs> his AirPods on, um, his earpods in. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's definitely here, but I, th- I think it's not now. But might might resume again. Who knows? It, it, or my dogs might bark again. Um, so there's no dogs barking in anyone else's house. Well, there might be, but it's here. Um, Elise, we've mentioned just say his stats again. He's still on this table. So Crystal Palace fixtures okay. We've mentioned nine chances created, ten corners. He has scored, and uh, it was that penalty, and he's had six crosses. So good stats there. Um, this is, pleases me. A dinger is there. I haven't sort of highlighted him because he's he's off to Afcon in January. He's a buy, as I said on when uh, he came in for me for Har- I fielded Harland this week, but a dinger came off coming off the bench. So it's the bionic man for the robot basically because somehow he's still playing. Eleven chances created, two corners. Um, he has scored. Uh, he's had three crosses. Um, he's so lowly owned at the moment that he will you get pretty much 100% of those points. Um, so that's what, you, what you're after there. Um, I'm just hopeful every week, but who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend getting him in because he's, he's off to AFCON in a few weeks, a couple of weeks. So Good fi- good good fixtures though for Brighton for quite a long spell, haven't they? So yeah. um, if you if you want a Brighton player, like somebody like Gross or something could be quite good. As yeah. a kind of set and forget option now, just plug him in and leave him for ten game weeks or something. Yeah, I think I think they're pretty much top over the next six game weeks. But if you look in three week blocks, I'm looking at Christmas as a block of three. Yeah. I'm looking at January as a block of three. There's a big gap and there's different players we're interested in. So I think um, from 18 to 28, they're top of the ticker. So it's a wow. really long spell okay. of good fixtures. Okay. So if you do want, yeah. if there's other, if, if, if say your defence or your attack, you think it's going to need a bit of work in the next few weeks, you could, and you want to plug a midfielder in and just say, leave him be, he's going to start yeah. the vast majority of games. He's going to play 90 minutes in most games. Yeah. He could be, could yeah. be a decent option. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I've got no intention to replace him, I don't think. I mean, I might end up doing, but over January while he's out. Yes. I just put him on the oh, bench. Only five, he's only five yeah. million. Um, yeah. So I think I'll just keep him unless I really need a, like a fifth midfielder or, or for a, good, a better first sub. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just reminding those fixtures, got Crystal Palace up next, then Tottenham and West Ham. That's just over Christmas. Then in January. So if you're looking for a Dinger replacement or another Brighton midfielder that's not on here, they, they're top of the fixture tick of, in January. 20, Wolves, Luton and Crystal Palace. Great fixtures. Yeah. Um, uh, Jan out from Brentford. I'll just mention his stats again. Once again, we will get smug points there. Uh, people aren't going to get him in. But four crosses and seven chances created. Odegaard is the next name we will mention, though. Um, this is impressive. 16 chances created. Uh, he has scored. He's had four crosses. He has assisted. Should have got, a, a, you know, getting on for another assist. Um, Son, as we keep saying, Son and Salah are off. The cup competition January Odegaard he's going to be top of many people's um, shopping lists isn't he I think yeah he's coming into form at just the right time for that isn't he because he struggled a bit this year yeah. um, I started this I started the season with him and he scored the penalty at Palace in game week two yeah. and then he then I sold him after that but, mm. and he went off the boil a bit just from watching him play but now he's right back at yeah. it looks great yeah. looks really good and so I really like him as an option and sit him next to Saka Decent Arsenal fixtures around that point as well. They play after Liverpool. They've got West Ham, Fulham, Palace and Forest. So nice little run there. Yep. Um, 
next name's Palmer. But this is good because, I mean, I've only had him for a couple of weeks in my team. And uh, wow, impressive. 14 point return last week, Mm. uh, the weekend. Uh, It was more from goal threat, though. Um, But he was he was he was through the middle in the first half, I think. And in the second half, they moved him out. They they shunted it around a little bit and he was much more effective on the wing and he could could roam a bit. And um, uh, but yeah, seven chances created. He's had three corners. He scored a couple of goals. Um, and he has had an assist. So one more assist. He's off this table in a good way. No crosses, though. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's got penalties, obviously, for, for Chelsea. Chelsea's fixtures, they are top over, over Christmas. So they've got yeah. Wolves, Crystal Palace, Luton. They're top of the season ticker over Christmas, um, just above Tottenham. So, yeah, he's in a lot of teams, but not all teams. But arguably at 5.6, penalties for Chelsea, top of the fixed ticket, got open play threat. I'm running yeah. out of, running out <laughs> tick, of air tick, to tick. describe him. You've got to get yeah, him in. Just get you? him in. You yeah, him absolutely. Yep. You've got a 5.6 million player. <laughs> yeah. So much goes through him. Penalties. Mm. He's, he's so key to everything they do there. Mm. Even with Nkunku coming back, I think he's going to start most games. So, yep. yeah, absolute no-brainer. Okay. No. Um, next name is Diaz again. So this is good. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll just go back, um, actually, to, just to check that he was on goals imminent. Yeah, there he was on the goals imminent table. He's on both. And he's on the assist imminent table. When a player for a good team is on both of these tables, I take notice. He's had a, created 11 chances. Um, and he's only had one cross, though, considering he's out on the left. Um, so that would imply he's cutting in a bit. Um, but created those 11 chances. Um, the, yeah, I, I can't add anything more to that. He's on... It's on our watch list, isn't he? Yeah, stats are very good recently. I broke it down by each game week before we came on and uh, they're, they're pretty good over a kind of a five-week spell, I think, a yeah. bit beyond the four on this. So, yeah, I want to see a bit of actual output from him mm. before I go there. But certainly this is what these tables are all about. They're about kind of saying, look, look, you know, he's the volume is there yeah. and something could be coming. And um, the fact he's on both tables, like you say, it's a really positive sign and um, maybe maybe we'll see something, if not against Arsenal, maybe against Burnley in that fixture after where there's going to be when Burnley's style of play, they keep the ball a lot, a lot of possession, but okay. on the counter, Diaz might be a good weapon there. Okay, um, please do, in the live chat, do put your questions there. Do Obviously, do press that like button as well. Um, lots more of you in the chat than are pressing the like button. So do press that like button. Do remember, do subscribe as well if you're not already. Um, so <clears throat> what we do is we'll answer the question so far. A couple, couple have come in already. Uh, Vinyesh, I don't know whether Vinyesh is um, having a laugh or not. He's got Archer, Darwin and Solanke. Who should I sell for Watkins? Um, Darwin. <laughs> He's okay. The, um, first, the first striker, first player I've ever put a, a poo emoji next to in a video. That tells you something. Yeah. I presume Arch is only a bench player for him anyway. So yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I doubt you'd be starting Archer yeah. every week. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty straightforward move, mm. I think. Um Liverpool play West Ham in the Carabao yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> um and so if Darwin plays that one, then there's a chance he might not even play or start that game at the weekend. They might go with Gakpo. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's a that's a pretty straightforward transfer, isn't it, Joe? Okay, uh, there. <clears throat> Akash has gone in the live chat, says I might have mispronounced Vignesh's wrong, name wrong. It's Wignesh. Um, so I'm just going to take his word for that. 
<laughs> well time to double check um so apologies there weakness if that is how i pronounce your name um okay more uh questions eunice is there an update on whether the boot the bournemouth luton points will stand or not what what is the latest because i'm still well, there, there is no points. latest no. Well, the, the situation is exactly the same as so, um when we spoke yesterday, the game week has been kept open. I think FPL are waiting for the Premier League to make a decision or put out a statement as to what is happening with that yeah. game. And then they will react to that. My, I, the, the longer it goes on, the more sure I am that this game will be um, voided and um, mm. basically the points will be removed and the auto well, subs will come in. But that that is just me guessing that. Yeah, so. I mean, as a Solanke owner, I obviously don't believe that. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that. I'm a select, I took a yeah. hit to bring him, and I certainly yeah. don't want. Yes, that. exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, I was ideally gonna... they would say we'll have another game, and you get to keep your points. But, but I don't know if that's. I mean, this this may. If you're watching and listening back, this may be redundant. We might know the answer to this question already um, by mm. then. But as it stands at the moment, I wonder though if they're waiting for the Premier League. So the Premier League decision is not going to be based on whether it happens before game week 18 start so when when sorry when game week 18 deadline is gone that the way the premier league make their decision is not going to be based on that they, they can make a decision next week yeah they're not they're not going to do it around our deadlines no. are they they'll but, say it when it's right for the team yeah. they might be waiting for the carabao cup matches to be out the way and yeah. schedules so, and things like that so, so i i wonder if fpl will have to just keep i mean they're 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 obviously they're waiting for decision but that decision might not come until and they can't keep game week 17 open while game week 18 no, is open it's got to close at some point it's got yeah. to close before yeah. thursday's deadline for game week 18 yeah. so if there's no announcement i just wonder what will happen they'll they, they they'll have to sort of guess because i think we said yesterday one either they add the point they keep the points but don't count the replay or they void the points and count the replay as part of a double game week and yeah. that's the decision because one of those two you can't have both basically you can't have one team two teams with 39 fixtures at the end of the season i don't think i don't think technically it's possible but i uh, but i also just don't think it's what for what, fpl they potentially could they can't okay. obviously in the premier league can mm. they but in fpl they they could i suppose because yeah. it's a separate game but i don't okay. think they will i think i think it's um yeah I, I would be very surprised if those points are still on yeah. Solanke on Thursday, but maybe I'll be, I hope yeah. I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, we uh, will know, uh, I think on Thursday yet yeah, before the, it yeah. will happen before the deadline and they'll make one of those two decisions, I think. And, and as you said, it's probably more like they'll just void it and then count the replay as a double game week whenever they am just pretend just like say it was snowed off or blank game week or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, anyway, I'm hopeful. I, I had nine points from Solanke and then down to yeah, six. But, same. You know, and, um, yeah, and I'd be really happy with six as well. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, but it is, it is it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. That they'll decide uh, what they they go with. And uh, Gavin asks, uh, who is the best goalkeeper to buy now? He has yeah. Ariola and Turner. So potentially Ariola, he's possibly been dropped, but he might just not be risked because of his wrist injury. Yeah, they did keep a clean sheet. They did keep a clean sheet at the weekend without yeah, him, didn't yeah. they? Which adds a bit of doubt, doesn't mm. it? So Turner is sort of back, but there might be some changes. Not for much longer. Not yeah. for much longer. He was um, rubbish. I thought he was terrible at the, from Friday. So. Um, I mean, I always go back to my the summer video I did 
where I thought that Leno at Fulham was the best 4.5 to get in because he's just got, you get a lot of save points. If they can keep a clean sheet, you can also get bonus as well. You can also get bonus even if they don't get a clean sheet with that amount of saves. Yeah. He racked up I another call um, and he's got, yeah. got okay fixtures actually. Um, Burnley, Bournemouth, then Arsenal. That's tricky. And then um, down the list, uh, well, even higher up, Chelsea, Everton and Burnley again. Um, these are pretty good fixtures short term. Don't mind Leno. I think if I had to go for one, I'd go for Emi Martinez at Villa. Yes, um, we, did, we did speak about this last week. But as well. he is a bit more. He is, yeah. he is um, what is yeah. he, 4.9, might even be five yeah. now. But that, if you've got a little bit more, because there's a lot of uncertainty at Villa in the fullback positions. Mm. I don't think you can own Cash. I don't think you can own Dean. I don't think you can own um, Moreno at the moment because and, and we the, don't know who's going to play. There's an injury to Pau uh, Torres potentially at the moment as he's well. Got, he's got a flag. So mm. Konza, if you're going to buy a Villa defender this week, it kind of has to be Konza really, I think. Because yeah. I think Moreno and Dean could share minutes. Mm. We don't know who's where in the pecking order with that at the moment. Yeah. So... Yeah. I quite like Martinez, I think, coming in. He mm. makes makes a few saves. Mm. Um, good fixtures long-term yeah. for Villa as well. Good short-term fixtures as well with Sheffield United and Burnley in the next three. So. Now, um, uh, Eunice in the live chat agrees about the the Leno uh, pick as well. I think yeah. Yeah, I think for that price, uh, he's had him since the start, highly rotated, great set for game. If you feel like that about play, like the way I feel about Porro, for example, if you enjoy owning them that way, yeah. I... I Leno owners enjoy owning them. I think Martinez owners yeah. probably do as well. Turner and Ariola owners don't. <laughs> um, but I will no, throw man. another name into the mix, Anana. Um, I'll mention the Sky yeah. game as well, because the same principle applies. You get clean sheet points. You also get save points. And mm-hmm. I, I keep meaning to get rid of him. I've had him since the start. And he's one yeah. of one of, if not the most top performing goalkeepers in that game. Yeah, um, He's getting clean sheets at least when you don't expect them he could be just another set and forget i mean he, he could yeah. actually be a good goalkeeper <laughs> i started the season with them and yeah, um sold him on a wild card i think but had him for quite a while and I um, my hands up got rid of him as well and it's just oh. yeah why did we do that i guess because um it was a case of maximizing mm. the outfield players on that wild card and we yeah. both wanted to spend as little as possible in goal and Onana was obviously what, like five million or something, four point nine. So yeah. went away from it. But if you held on to him, or even if you invested in somebody like Maguire, I know he's mm. injured now, but over the past few weeks, United have actually been keeping clean sheets. Yeah. Um, if you think that's going to continue, then consider Onana for sure. Yeah. Um, next question is quite good. Um, I, I, I mean, I was tempted to do this. I'm not doing it, but I could be. If if you've got Haaland, he's blanking this week. Could be back game week nineteen. Um, yeah. Chat Sport asks, uh, sell Haaland for one week for Watkins, yeah. and keep Darwin, and then game week 19, move Darwin to Haaland. So effectively, yeah. you're moving sort of Darwin to Haaland, but you're sort of using uh, the blank game week for Haaland to go about that in a roundabout way. I don't mind that if you've got the fixtures, if you've got the transfers to do it, you've got nothing else you particularly need to do. I think that's a yeah. pretty sound, clever thing to do. Yeah, and wouldn't it would FPL? It wouldn't surprise us if Darwin scored this week, just as everybody's selling yeah. him and they've had him for four weeks. It would, but it is a, I mean, Arsenal, I thought, I think yeah. are so good defensively right now. Yeah. I think, um, I wouldn't expect him to score, yeah. but yeah, no, I know, I don't, I think that plan, it's kind of, um, 
maximizing the amount of players you've got this yeah. week isn't it yeah especially uh, especially if you you know you, you definitely want to field an attacker over defender and i know yeah. we've rubbished darwin a lot but you know at least he's there <laughs> at least he's on the pitch yes. which may actually not be a good thing but um <laughs> i i don't mind that move at all um but i personally have just in a fit of rage and with hardly any money to play with i got darwin out for watkins and i'm keeping yeah. harland on the bench um, uh, Historia Films best Darwin replacement till game week twenty because he's wildcarding after that. So just a couple of game weeks, he always he has Watkins and Solanke. Now that's a good question because I would have said Watkins uh, or Solanke. Yeah, okay. Let's have a look. Um, Joe, Jesus goes to Liverpool and then mm. has West Ham at home. The West Ham fixtures obviously um, quite good. I'm going to, if it's just for two weeks, so this is a player you don't want, I would actually say possibly Jackson at Chelsea. Wolves and Crystal Palace Wolves next, Palace. game week 18, 19. It's just two fixtures. Um, if Isaac is definitely out, Wilson, yeah, Luton, Nottingham Forest. That. That's probably, mm. but you need to be definite about that. So, And we don't think we're going to get team news this week for game week 18. No. Annoyingly, no, it's, it could well be risky. It's a shame, um, Jimenez got sent off because mm. you look at those two Fulham yeah. fixtures with Burnley and Bournemouth, yeah. Um, Bour Bournemouth are obviously improving, but you can't, you're not going to go for Carlos Vinicius if he no. even starts. So, um, I think I, yeah, I, yeah, Jimenez obviously is, is suspended, so um, poss possibly Kuna possibly Chelsea yeah Brentford. yeah looking at that um po I think I I might I might still be tempted by Jesus but um just yeah the fall and West Ham yeah. but it's no there's no there's no obvious candidates beyond no. I was looking at striker shortlist earlier and you've got Harlan coming back and then you've got Watkins and Solanke yeah. and then there's a bit of a drop-off like I like Calvert-Lewin but you're not going to get in for Spurs and Man City if you're no. playing a wild card in 20. yeah so I think it's an intriguing question because limited. it is sort of you're just looking at two fixtures so you they're not they're not there forever and that's why I mentioned Jackson because he's a player that you don't want forever but no. but he's two good fixtures coming up um but yeah I do think you know Jesus is the sensible one so I'll agree with that. Then. Yeah. Let me go. Good, Jesus. Uh, going down the list of questions. Um, da, 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 best star replacement. Uh, Tom, which Villa fullbacks would you fancy versus Sheffield United? Marino Cash or Dean? Clean sheets and goal involvement? Question mark. I honestly can't <laughs> say because Dean, and I think you could go to any Villa fan who watches a lot of games and goes to games. Mm -hmm. I think. Luca Dean, Alex Moreno feels like an absolute 50-50 yeah. this week. Um, Moreno obviously came in and, and scored mm -hmm. um, at the weekend and played very well. But Luca Dean has been excellent across mm. the season. He's well rested because he didn't play at the weekend. Um, Moreno's played in Europe as well. And he's obviously coming back from a long-term-ish injury. So it wouldn't surprise me if Luca Dean gets the nod. But I'm mm. not going to suggest getting in Luca Dean long-term because Alex Moreno is going to be putting pressure on him. MRA might rotate that position. Cash, you cannot rely on. Um, I don't think he'll play this week. I I, I, I thought he would play at Brentford. I, I'm not sure he'll play this week. Um, so I can't really recommend any of the fullbacks. And that's why I was saying earlier, Conza and Martinez, given that Powers, Power would be, probably be number one, but he's flagged. So it's got to be Conza or Martinez, I think, this week. I, I, can't, I can't say go and get a fullback. So I just don't feel confident in who's going to start. Um, Big Chiefs asked a question, but I'm a bit confused with it. So he asked whether he plays a bench boost or 
to bench one of these players, but I don't know how many he's got to bench or um but so he's got Palmer, Isaac, Solanke, Gordon, Salah, Saka and Richarlison. But that's just seven names. Play bench bench whichever the eighth name is, <laughs> I presume. Um play them all. Um but it, your mind might be made up with Isaac. I wouldn't play a bench boost because Isaac might be out. Um and you never know with some of the others. Also it's not the greatest fixture for Saka and Salah. Um, but I wouldn't bench them, but I, I certainly wouldn't no. use a bench boost. Yeah, no. So no. The, the answer to that, Big Chief, is whoever your eighth attacker is, presumably it's maybe Haaland um, or someone who's not as good as the ones you've just listed, I presume would be the one to bench. Mm. Um, Chat Sport asks, will Turner keep his place after that? Or you sort of indicated you might not? Well, I don't know, no. but I thought he was at fault probably for both of their goals, mm. especially the, the second one when he mm. cleared it and it went straight to Kulu who scored. And so that's the worry, isn't it? When you've got two players who are competing for a spot and one makes bad errors, that they they, they could lose that that place. Um, okay. um, yeah, so let's see. I wouldn't feel confident predicting a turn of starting 18. Um, Dario, it's not a question, just saying thank you to both of us uh, for the great streams. Well, thank you, Dario, and thank you, everyone else for, for listening and watching over mm. the season yeah. so far, last season. Um, and uh, I don't think we've got another, isn't it? Box, it's Christmas and Boxing Day next week, isn't it? Um, I'll, I'll be, I'll be back on yeah. Boxing Day, um, just myself, because to, Tom's away, but I'll be back on Boxing Day. We're not oh, away, no, you're, we're am, working. I, <laughs> I'm working. I'm, doing all, I'm covering all the matches. You're, you're yeah, always so swanning off working, yeah. <laughs> covering all the matches. Yeah, exactly. and I work. think I'm in Chris. I think I'm in Christmas Eve and boxing days. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and uh, so yeah, I'll be uh, doing not as much work, but I'll be doing a little bit of work. So I'll be I'll be Bit's doing a sort of um, deadline imminent stream where I'll do a, a, a deadline stream on Boxing Day, um, uh, and I'll incorporate the latest goals imminence tables in that to help for game week. Um, 19. Um, time for a couple more questions. Um, if I go down the list, um, uh, Abd asks uh, Gabriel to Konza for a minus four. No, because Gabriel's good, no. <laughs> plays for Arsenal. Yeah. Konza's good. It, yeah, you know, you look at Arsenal's fixtures to follow West Ham, Fulham, Palace, Forest. Yeah. Best defence in the league they are. So. Yeah. Don't I wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, I mean, as, as a rule of thumb, because this could apply to anything, I always look at my team and look at weak links. Hence, me removing Darwin this week, and and who can I get that's better? And Gabriel Conza strikes me as you're moving a good defender to another good defender in good yeah. teams. And it doesn't. He's, look... He's gonna. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna. Sorry, sorry, Joe. Just to, no, no, yeah, no, you're gonna want to. You're gonna want to reverse that move the next week, and you've taken a minus four. Conza realistically is point ceiling. Oh, okay. Once every year he could yeah. pop up with a goal, but his ceiling it probably is six, seven yeah. points, maybe yeah. with a bonus. Yeah. So it's just not going to pay off, mate. Yeah, you're you're, you're you're swapping a six-point player for a six-point player, basically. Mm. Um, yeah. So just keep what got you got. Um, uh, Eunice asks, "What about the latest on the lower leagues?" Um, I noticed Cheltenham mm. scored first, um, but eventually did lose, unfortunately, uh, the weekend. Um, I can't remember what the overall score was, uh, which is a bit remiss of me. Um, but I know they have um, just let Josh Staunton go. Uh, he was great in uh, defensive midfield and, and uh, defence for them last season. Probably the only good player for them last season. And he is now gone because they're now a better side now. Um, 
So, um, yeah, he's fallen down the pecking order. That's the latest, latest from the out west lower leagues. Um, and um, although I did drive past uh, the small town of Somerton in Somerset and it was quite busy packed ground there. So I'm not even sure what league they're in. Um, but maybe I'll, I'll go no, to Somerton. I don't think I've ever heard. I don't think I've ever heard of they, Somerton. They are. No. They're why Somerset. This is for history fans. Uh, why Somerset is called Somerset because Somerton is the uh, was the original town of Somerset, and hence ah. why Wilton in Wiltshire is why Wiltshire is called Wiltshire because because of Wilton, which is just outside of Salisbury, and so on. Ah. Um, interesting something yeah. something to do with the anglo-saxons and that kind of stuff i'll keep an eye out for uh that's some for... well I'll, firstly i'll try and find out what division they're in that, yeah that. that's for anglo yeah a bit a mixture lower league imminent and anglo-saxon imminent <laughs> videos <laughs> which in, the, in the pipeline um okay one one or two more questions then we'll go um uh eunice come to these streams for the tables and the lower league updates from joe says eunice thanks um um Big Chief says, that's all I have, fellas. My team is stacked. Okay. He's replying to all those that mentioned. Yeah, bench your eighth player, Big Chief. Um, and final question, Gamble asks, Huang to Iwobi for minus four or just be patient? As soon as I see minus four swapping a good player to another good player, uh, I say no. And Iwobi, Fulham are in f quite form, but Jimenez isn't there anymore for yeah, suspended I mean, and a Wang's off in January. Just keep, keep Wang. And when he's off in January for the Asia yeah. cup, just move He's going to have to go sooner or later. Cause he's got that and he's on four yellows, but yeah. I actually think Chelsea at home wolves normally score at home. Yeah. So I would, I would play him this week and I'd feel, I'd feel pretty happy doing that. So yeah. wouldn't be talking about hits or anything like that. So yeah, definitely uh game week 18. Yeah. Wolves, Chelsea, and then Brentford, then Everton. And then he's off. Yeah. So yeah, keep, mm -hmm. <laughs> Keep, keep, keep. Would, um, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, that's about all, all time we got for. <laughs> all we have got time for. I'll get my words out eventually. Magic69 has, has put a question about keep or sell cash. I personally would, would keep. Just keep with what you've got. But I don't know. Maybe the time was a little while to go to sell him. I don't know. I'm not sure who I would replace. It's hard, it's hard to sell. It's hard to sell before Sheffield United at home, isn't yeah. it? Because if he plays, yeah. you're going to be kicking yourself. I just don't think he will play this week. But I could get it wrong. See what see yeah. what Neil says on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Have a look at the predicted lineups. Look at the team news because um, we will get a we will get a Villa presser okay. pre-deadline. We think, okay. um, but I would be surprised if he plays, especially with Kamara out, who can mm. sometimes drop into the back three and cover for him. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it's a bit. It, it's a bit risky. Okay. But, um, see, see, see how it looks on Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, do remember to press that like button. Do remember to subscribe as well. Um, check back uh, at the Fancy Football Scout um, um, website to look at that member offer we mentioned, seven day free trial, but also um, check on Fancy Football Scouts uh, videos and listen out on the podcast as well. We've got plenty more content coming right across, right across Christmas, the festive time and, and the new year as well. I mean, Tom will be back as well um, a bit later today night i think it's going to be scheduled uh we'll look at the captaincy as well you can look at our team reveal yesterday lots more stuff coming uh scoutcast was on last night have a look back at that um and uh more besides thanks to everyone for joining us um i'll see you again on boxing day for goals imminent deadline imminent stream um but yeah thanks everyone uh tom thanks a lot see you soon thanks joe bye